0: Put it down at the corner of the
1: room, still over there. I was down Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. What is going down today, y'all? Thank you so much for coming down and hanging out with us again. We love doing this. It's called Dan Cable Presents. It's a live to tape podcast that we record here in the space frequently enough that uh, you guys are coming and hanging out regularly. So thank you so much for doing it. My name's Mike. This is my space, Mountaineer Sound Studios. We thank you so much for coming and joining us here today again. Oh, give yourselves a round of applause. It's nice for you. Let's take some time and breathe for a moment. And let's go into the library and say hi to DC. Yeah! Oh, man, deep breath, deep Yay! breath. What's up, everybody? Welcome to
2: another episode of The Program. We got uh, Sarah and Blaine here from Pretty Gritty today to uh, play some delicious jelly jams, hopefully. They have served those up for us. You guys have prepared these sweet sweet jams for us today. Right on. Maybe
3: mediocre. Oh, okay. Mediocre (laughs) jams.
2: Set the bar real high early on here. Lower
3: shelf, not smuckers, but like bottom floor Shelf stuff. <laughs> Safeway a brand? Dust, a lot of dust on it.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Safeway Select. <laughs> right. <laughs> what uh, song are you guys going to start it off with today?
4: This one's called River. Right.
2: Which is a body of water. <laughs>
4: <laughs> a long one. One, two, three, four.
0: Up by the riverside, she went downstream, drifted under the maple and the birch trees, and the orange, red, and yellow falling leaves. David took her to his secret place. rising sun might tell us that our time is done. Love me while here and now reveled in their love unbound surrender. So yeah. yeah.
2: That's uh, pretty gritty here at Mountaineer Studios. Hey, welcome to the space. Thank you guys for being here today. Thanks for having Thanks us, for dude. Having us. Stoked to finally uh, have you guys here on the uh, program. I uh, definitely, definitely called you guys out like on episode seven of this because I was uh, I was turned on to you guys by some some friends and uh, I was just like, oh, this would be great for the the show. So. Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys are are here and we're doing it. Um, Thanks
4: so much for having us. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Cool. Yeah, I met Blaine. Uh, just he was hanging out at the rock bottom every once in a while when Mike and I were doing our singer songwriters showcase there.
4: Causing trouble.
2: Yeah, he just kind of you know yeah. showed up a few times. Barfly that I am, <laughs> just causing causing uh, a lot of chaos <laughs> over there. But uh, I actually didn't know that you played music at that time. Mm-hmm. You were just kind of there hanging and. Never stepped up to the mic, you know, no. to, to, to play. I get weirded any songs. out by so that, I, that stuff. I, I no Open idea. mics freak me out. I had no idea. <laughs> As <that>. does karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> and then some friends, uh, I think Brian was the one that told me. Brian Bays was just like, yeah, Blaine plays in pretty gritty duo with Sarah. I that guy. I was just He's like, good. awesome. And uh, yeah, I finally saw you guys for the first time at that backyard show. That's right. At Hoshi's house mm-hmm. not too long ago. And that was the first time I actually. Saw you guys play music, and that was kind of a really cool introduction. Little backyard house show. Yeah, that yeah, was rad. That was a good time that for was sure. A lot of fun. So I'm I'm pretty familiar with the the Lonely Road EP that you guys put out earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I know uh, the river song that you guys started the show off with today. Um, is that that's off the river EP? The I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you guys put that out like in 2015. Mm-hmm. 2013.
4: 13. Actually. Okay. Kind of, yeah, I, never
2: mind. <laughs> I don't even know what the <laughs>
3: dates, years, whatever,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, but yeah, I don't know too much about your guys's band. I know you guys have been around putting uh, out music for I don't know what five years or so, seven maybe? years together. Oh. Now. Seven this years. August we started playing mm-hmm. seven years ago and uh, originally formed back in Maryland, yep,
3: yes, in uh, Rockville.
4: Rockville, Maryland,
3: well, Montgomery in a County. Shed. In, a sh- in a shed. In an Amish shed. That's where it all started. Was an Amish, I watched these Amish dudes build the shed while just sitting on the deck watching them build it. I should have lent a hand, but I had a cell phone. I didn't know if they'd like shun me or something. But.
2: So did you grow up in a uh, pretty like, rural
3: no. No. East Coast? They traveled for sure. Okay. They had a driver actually all drive right. a van for them so that they didn't drive the, uh, the car. But there's actually a lot of Amish people in Maryland. And Northern Virginia, that's I think. True. Well, Pennsylvania especially. But but no, it's like a small city. Rockville is. I mean, 66,000-plus people, that's about it. And,
0: it's...
2: and how did you guys meet and start playing music together? Heavy metal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in D.C. Yeah, D. D. in Washington, D.C.
4: Nice. This tiny little bar mm-hmm. with one pool table. And this is one of those, like... Oh man, like they would tally up how many like how many people each band brought and we would play on like a Monday night right. in the middle of DC like well actually this non-metro accessible area of DC which is like not a busy street. It's a hike. Yeah. And um so I was in a band called Debauchery, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I played bass and uh he played in a band called Skin Deep and he growled and jumped off of <laughs> yes, drum sets dude. and played um screaming guitar
3: oh man and we With met a shaved there. head and everything shaved <laughs> yeah. head and that Abe Lincoln beard
4: <laughs> right and they would charge you for your drinks too so we would end up paying to play by oh, yeah. the end of the night <laughs> yeah I blame
3: <laughs> yeah. our drummer at the time yeah
4: yeah he, he would drink all the a bit beer bit
3: of
0: an alky
4: uh,
2: <laughs> well no not really but we just blame him <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I grew up in a very similar scene, like in Los Angeles, where mm. all the shows are basically pay to play. You know, you, you sign yeah. contracts to uh, to <laughs> play shows where you guarantee that you're gonna have a certain amount of money there and and what not for them, you know. And oh then God. when you hit a certain point, then they start like, "Oh, you can have two dollars per head after you fifty right. people get in <laughs> right. the doors." Like, all right. Yeah. Um, so, did you guys both grow up kind of uh,
4: one in the same county, like? Uh, Two towns apart, so like 12 miles apart. But we didn't know each other growing up. Not until,
2: yeah, not until we were in our 20s, early 20s, yeah.
4: Not until that fateful day.
2: And That's right. Were you guys close enough to the, like, D.C. area where that's kind of where you guys would go see shows? Yeah. Yeah. To see other bands?
3: Because of the metro, especially if you're going to go see shows, the metro line there is really awesome. Yeah. A couple of lines really drop you off on everything you want to go to, especially, like, 930 Club. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a hike from some of the stops, but...
4: But it's still you know you could drink a lot and then just hop on the train home
2: yeah <laughs> it's true <laughs> and then so how did uh how did you guys go from playing heavier music to doing what you're doing now which is kind of this americana folky
4: i mean i guess i could there's a lot of reasons but like so, when we started out, we, we thought we were going to just um, do like acoustic versions of anything. Just covers. Top and stuff. 40, anything. Because we were sick of paying to play and we wanted to make money.
3: All we ever did was original songs. Right. We only were in yeah. like original bands.
4: Original. He- with a co- heavy occasional
3: band. occasional covers because yeah. you wanted to play Right,
4: them. right. Like one in a set or something. But, but- then,
3: Yeah, we got together and it was like, yeah, we have friends who like play shows, do nothing but covers. Right. And they actually get paid to do that a little more. So, yeah, let's just try that out. Yeah.
2: So kind of aspiring just to be kind of working musicians rather than
3: we both had jobs at the time
4: too. Right. 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 We had full time. But we've been
2: doing this full time
3: now for the last uh, three years. years. About.
4: But through that, I guess everything, because we were playing acoustic instruments, things sort of sounded kind of Americana flavored. And then um, we also took a educational trip to um, Nashville. Yeah. And. um, It's a great town. And like. Me, personally, I, I've always liked bluegrass. And, and, like, because of the jam band scene, I was into that in high school. But, like, um, I was never really into country because the only pop country that – country that I ever thought of was 90s pop country. Right. And yeah. that was what I was exp- – That that's the only, like, era. But there's so much better stuff out there. But that was my, like, you know, idea of what country was. Until we went to Nashville and saw all these, like, amazing people you know from 10 o'clock in the morning all the way to 2 o'clock a.m. and we were uh, like both of our minds were blown and um so for me that was the switch I was like oh man this country music is amazing I started like delving in a little more and and and, and, like learning about other better country artists (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but so and then from there we started we wrote a couple of country songs and then we were going to try to be like a country band yeah. for like one of our EPs that we don't print anymore. <laughs> it was our first one. That was
3: the goal. The producer was like, yeah. all right, man. He's like, yeah, you guys are like that guy, girl, country, like, pop, country like, duo. Like Lady Antebellum type that. stuff, ah, you know? Okay. We were like, we only had to write like four songs in that yeah. vein and only two came out that way. Two and came then we were out like, that way. All right, now I'm going to write like a big band, swing band yeah. song <laughs> and I'm going to write like a blues
2: song and <laughs> right. be like,
3: oh, look at that. We didn't stick to the
2: program. To the, program. The, p- <laughs> the program. The <Yeah. laughs> program. <laughs> so were you guys uh, already touring when you were based in maryland because i know you guys do quite a bit we started to do that
3: it wasn't until we've been playing together for a couple years at that point i'd say and then we did like all around maryland and yeah, virginia we but we never like, like hit the road road okay
4: weekend warrior times like maybe like a weekend like because we had full jo- we still we were still yeah. working we yeah. couldn't time. take a bunch of time off but we did we did uh spend one of our paid vacations in, yeah in um what started it was in Colorado, we have this buddy, um, Dave. He's amazing, like drummer, world percussionist. Like he, he's he can play anything, any style. He's amazing, and um, I grew up with him. And I was in my first like garage band with him. And um, so uh, so we went out and um, toured. He put the tour together two two full weeks of shows, um, and he he played drums with us. And uh, it was such a great experience. Both of us were kind – we kind of went through this depression when we returned back home and had to go back to, like, normal life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so that sort of, like, planted the seeds – for us to want it might have
3: been even when i like broke up with somebody at that point right. and then was having problems out there with yeah, that yeah yeah and then when i came back it was all like squared away like yeah let's get back together but then when i got back i was like yeah and i really don't know what to say but i don't know if i could be <laughs> i've wh- seen the room now. Man. <laughs> i just don't know the with anybody you know i was like yeah i was like what are we doing yeah. just sitting here not because of the place but just in general yeah. it's like you get that bug or that fever right and i think since then well then we took a little break and then we quit our jobs Yeah, maybe like a year later.
4: Like like a year later, um, well, so we were, we were really like living double lives at this point. Like we were recording, you know, and so we were recording like eighty miles away from where we lived. Yeah, and worked, and so um, after work we would go to the studio, stay there till like two a.m., drive all that way back, get no sleep, get up, go to work, do the same thing. Also, like playing four times a week, you know, just haggard, and I started like you know honestly just screwing up at work getting there late like being a terrible employee because you know and then so i was like well you know i gotta like we gotta make a decision here like is this going to be a hobby if so we gotta cut it back or let's go full force and i i really wanted to go full, full force and we had that talk and blaine was all about it so i was like yes and um and then we just sort of were preparing to um To quit our jobs and then spend the next summer.
3: Yeah, we did three we just quit our jobs and then a month or two later we hit the road (laughs) for three and a half months. Yeah. We bought a trailer, like a little come along trailer. Put a hitch on the care on the minivan, the soccer mom van, and just rolled around for three and a half months. And we're like, yeah, we only have like so many gigs, but hey, we'll figure it out.
4: But you know, when you have a full-time job with benefits and stuff, we worked for the government. So um all the gig money playing four nights a week we just put it in a bank account for a year or whatever and yeah. so um we we're really fortunate and able to just kind of take a road trip and play gigs along the way it wasn't like this you weren't struggling story. yeah exactly no. we could enjoy we had
3: money to fall back on to use i right. mean we definitely like we didn't make money on that tour but no
4: <laughs> we lost but, money you know, on that it tour, but it was money well we spent had, yeah, we worked exactly. really hard
3: for all that so we said why not just and we just got to see a lot of stuff, yeah. not, not just music, but we saw awesome venues, right. crazy open mics that you would be like, what? This yeah. is a thing? Everybody here is like a pro. Yeah. And it's like in the middle of nowhere. Right. And then uh, just seeing a lot of the United the States. And yeah. And we also just... kind of wanted to go out and see where else could we possibly live that mm-hmm. has like a scene that we like.
4: That's a All these things. <laughs>
3: and that actually ended up being Portland and it was yeah. a pit stop yeah, on our it... way to Seattle. I was like obsessed with Seattle for some reason.
4: As is I feel like a lot of people are before or may yeah. you know, a lot of people like on the East Coast, you know, it's a major city. It's like, you know, the the, the grunge like the yeah. grunge capital and or I whatever love that like that era. And so, I was
3: like getting obsessed with rain. I was like, Yeah, I hope yeah. it rains soon so I can like <laughs> I really like rain, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so I'm preparing myself to move out there, I guess, one right. day. And then yeah, we saw Portland, hung out for a couple of days.
4: Portland ended up being what I thought Seattle was gonna yeah, be. Yeah, me too. Having to never Seattle, been and I was like, what the hell place? is that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, maybe if we had gone to Seattle first, we we would have been like, felt different and coming to Portland, but being in Portland's Portland just first, right. it spoiled it for us. And it felt
3: like home <laughs> as soon as we came off of oh, the highway. Oh, yeah, it was great. We hit NATO Parkway, the river was right there, and I was like, man, this reminds me of like parts of D.C. and yeah. a little bit of Baltimore in certain spots, but right. more of like how D.C. is kind of laid out. It's a small city, and it's a lot like Nashville out here, I feel. Mm river that splits the east and west yeah east side's got a little more of that hipster vibe and like the artsy vibe downtown is like tourist central
0: Mm
2: -hmm. it seems like there's a lot of cities like that split up uh milwaukee wisconsin is kind of uh like similar to that same setup and Mm uh yeah man so how long ago was it then that you guys made portland your home base two and a half years ago yeah now right on. yeah we, we
3: were on the road came through here obviously and then went back home and by the time we got back home, we had already started to rebook some of those tour dates back through the Bible Belt into Texas and back. So it was like, boom. We then from there on, we just kind of like, okay, we're on the road more, a little
4: more. We just more, kept and then, wanting to be on the road. And
3: then a year later, we moved out here.
2: That's so rad. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have been basically just playing music now for your for your livings. Yeah. yeah rad. Yeah. Cool. You guys want to play another song, and then we'll talk yes. a bit about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this... This record that you put out yeah. this year and whatnot. Do you want
3: to do you and me now and then end with a.
2: We got a YouTube channel, everybody. Garrett Isham putting together those uh, those lovely videos for us on you the uh, Dan on Cable the YouTube. Presents YouTube channel. Yeah. and uh, soon Nobody after hearing it. soon after hearing this episode of uh, the podcast, you will be able to find those pretty gritty videos. Right, and.
1: Uh, what about the merchandise? I know. TC, you got the shirts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we got the baseball tees, which is super cool. Everybody yeah. loves to wear your big dumb face on their yeah. shirts. I that's get in touch right. With the merch that you guys have. <laughs> and you got some stickers. Ah, the stickers. We're yes. going to launch the website, hopefully, this month. Right? I mean, so much going on. Feel free to
2: put a donation on the Potomatic. <laughs> right. So we can launch
1: the website. <laughs> right? It's the sharing with your friends and all that. That's so important. I just,
2: just want to let everybody know that, yes, it is free <laughs> to create websites on, on Squarespace. And Wix, but you do have to pay at a certain point when you want to publish that
1: site. Oh, it's not see. some sort of custom link. Oh, well, ah, really? Surprise, yeah. surprise. So, there, so Dan the Cable, there's deal. a fucking hook. There's some sort of hook to a free service. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> that's right. there's, a, there's a life lesson for you kids. Dan Cable, everybody. Thank you for shopping. <laughs> what song are you guys going to play for us? Uh, we're going to do one off of
3: the uh, River EP. It's not the new EP, but we'll do this one. Uh, This one's called You and Me.
2: Gritty, definitely brought the sweet jams today with you. Uh, what were some of uh, those early influences when you guys started crossing over to the countryside of things that they you think kind of shine through the most now?
3: Uh, I guess for me, like obviously, like whatever present music we were listening to at the time was definitely an influence. Like I'd just gotten into like, Ray LaMontagne, and just got introduced to Will Hogue, who's yeah. just, like amazing, who just played at the Doug Fur and it was a solo acoustic show there and it was a seated show there, which I hadn't seen at the Doug Fur. Oh, and that crazy. was it was amazing, but he's awesome. And then my dad I mean, I grew up, I didn't know what like a modern radio station or an album was when I was like really, I mean, really young. And so, like, you know, then it's like, oh, everybody likes, what is this crisscross you talk, you're talk talking about? <laughs> or, like, Vanilla Ice, you know? And I got into, like, well, at least, like, hip-hop and stuff like that. I mean, those are horrible uh, <laughs> examples of that. But uh, my dad's a huge bluegrass fan. I remember, like, as a kid, all I would hear is the, like, NPR being blasted out on, on, the, Sunday? on Sundays. Because they do, like, the gospel bluegrass. Th- yeah, programs. program. Okay. So, like. <laughs> All that stuff is just cranking outside, and I'm like, what in the hell? But one of the first concerts I ever went to, I was a little, I was like a baby pretty much, but I remember being there. It was Ricky Skaggs, who was like a huge bluegrass player, and he did like a pop country thing for a little bit. And then uh, like Conway Twitty was another concert I went to. So I listened to like Merle Haggard a lot when I was a kid, Johnny Cash, and uh, just, yeah, all that stuff. I wasn't really into like singer songwriter stuff, that took me a while to get into that. But like Will Hogue and stuff. But he's got a little bit more of like a soulful country flair. Yeah. But Ray LaMontagne is a lot more of like a singer-songwriter... Yeah, his his earlier works. Now he's like now he's working he's with rocking out producers.
2: Now. Well, Black Keys did uh, and his then, Supernova thing, right? Yeah. yeah, Dan Auerbach did that yeah. record, and then Jim James did his most recent mm. record. And yeah, and that it's, one is it's probably even, my favorite Ray LaMontagne. It's, album, wild. Man, it's, it's, it's a lot, wild. It's a lot more
3: wild than his earlier stuff. But it's
2: very cool. Very. It'll cool. take
3: me another. It took me like a year to really get into Ray back then. And I think when he switched, I was like so in love with his older stuff. And then I was like, okay, this will probably take me another like year to be like, yeah, man, it's cool to rock out. Yeah. Be a
2: little weird, you know? I don't know, man. I, I wasn't like a, I'm not, I don't really know a lot about my morning jacket or any of that stuff, mm. but that Jim James put out a solo record maybe two years ago, and I just fell in love with that album. Mm-hmm. And then he, I found out he produced that new Ray LaMontagne, and I was just like, oh, man, that's why this, this album sounds like this. is definitely like his flares oh, on oh, there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um what about you Sarah what what um what well, did you find
4: I guess like the two like current well I guess one isn't current anymore but the more modern country artists that really turned me on to make me look was um Miranda Lambert I and um her. and uh Julie Roberts she's she did like one really good album and there's like a couple after that that I just Feel like I don't know what happened, but <laughs> um, the, the but,
3: machine got in the way. Yeah,
4: exactly. The yep. machine the got in the way.
3: The way was it's, like, seems um, to well, let's right. ruin your career because we right. think it's gonna make millions. Yeah. yeah.
4: But um, and then from there, of course, like um, then uh, there well, there's like the Ernie Tub store, like shop that they also have like um, uh, concerts there, like small room type shows. So I checked out Ernie Tub, and then that made me check out. Hank Williams senior. Um, and then like I guess some of the like um like Allison Krause and Union Station I saw for the first time with Blaine and it bl- they blew my mind. I mean yeah. it was amazing. It's,
3: yeah. And um if you want her, that life change. Oh, it's it totally
4: totally life changing. So then that I mean and then that got me m- looking at more like modern or like new grass kind of people. Like they're not super new grass, but they're not super traditional either. Yeah. So then they then we went to see Punch Brothers after that and another then, mind
3: blown. Totally. Those guys are ridiculous. Um
4: and then from there like Joy Kills Sorrow. They're mm-hmm. like another um and then like Honey Honey, I feel yeah. like oh, they they are like, like, the like fantastic best, songwriters. She's a total like badass. Yeah, I feel she like is. I will
3: marry her one day. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah you're listening. <laughs>
4: if you're listening, Susan Santo. (laughs) Um, And... Right now. Oh gosh, Jason Isbell yeah. has yeah. me oh, wrapped man. around his finger right now. listening
3: to him <laughs> a we can lot? You just
2: sit here I think and go back and forth about all these great oh, bands. Man. Oh yeah, it's just like
3: yay. Those oh, are and definitely... there's another one.
2: And another mm-hmm. one. Yeah, there's and so much there's one. so much cool like alt country going on totally. right now. Totally. I mean, totally. honey honey, I'm glad you brought them up cuz I'm definitely a big honey honey mm-hmm. fan. I've seen them the last 3 times i have been here, which has been yeah. in the, like, oh, the last- Yeah, we saw them
3: last year. The la- not this recent show that they yeah. did, but the one before that. At the, at the Doug, Doug Fair. Fair. we've seen them yeah. back home in like a somewhat empty room. Yeah. And the first time I saw them, they were just as a duo at the 930 Club, and they opened up for uh Xavier Rudd.
2: Yeah. And they, I was like, whoa. They've been here like three times in the last eight months. Yeah? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, but I think they're
3: back in L.A. now. Just, they were in Nashville, but they were originally based out of L.A., and then I think they went back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're just an incredible band. Oh God, and yes. the Jason Isbell stuff, I mean, that dude's been grinding with his 400 unit band for a long time but now those last two solo records have gotten finally gotten some love and they're amazing like Southeastern.
4: Oh my god! Yeah. Southeastern's dark.
2: Yeah. Cover me up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: He's great though.
2: He's so Uh, good. Speaking of like heavier stuff like I feel like your Lonely Road EP is pretty like heavy hearted. (laughs) Yeah. That one Mm -hmm. is probably the Yeah, the recent
3: album we did in Nashville, or outside, you know, in uh, Franklin, by way of Murfreesboro, but, like, yeah.
4: Just got really emotional, and, and like, all of us together, like, the producers and Blaine and I really wanted to hone in on, like, that, like even just sound wise, like the gut wrenching, pretty harmonies, like, yeah. you know, not a whole lot musically going on other than just sort of supporting like the lyrics and the melodies and things that are going on to kind of create, you know, like a, like a atmosphere instead of like in the past, we've had some really great players on our, on our albums Amazing players, yeah. and, um, it had, it had more of like a fun sort of feel to it. And, um, like bluegrass instrumentation, a little bit of like full band kind of instrumentation do like rock band instrumentation too, but kind of wanted to make it spookier and more yeah. mature. It's definitely I guess, a darker sounding, sounding album yeah. too, yeah, and that's
2: absolutely. because yeah. of
3: uh, Paul Biono and uh, Fred Cannon, like the pro- the producers on it. Like that's definitely their oh, yeah. what they were going for. And right. at first, it was it was weird because we f- we just flew out there and we tracked all that for- vocals and like whatever instruments I- instrument that we were we playing. Play. We did it in like three days.
4: Two and a half. Two and a half days. A half days. Let's be, Let's be
3: honest. Two and, our, and two and a half days. We did all that, and <laughs> it was like, okay, I guess we're gonna fly, two thousand some odd miles away now, and just wait to hear what everything sounds like after you're done with it, and because we've always been there for <laughs> the whole always, birth yeah, of every yeah. every album that we've done, but
4: and it took a little bit of just a little bit of back and forth on on some things, and then you know it didn't take long before like we were all happy with where it was. So, you know, and we're about to actually go back that's in November again, yeah. to record more, but we have two weeks to do it this time instead of two days. Nice. So um, we're really looking forward to that because for me personally, and probably for Blaine, but that's the first time, this will be the first time I've ever been able to just be at the studio for two straight weeks with nothing else nothing to do. Nothing else, yeah. That's Not right, like you know? going to
3: a day job, coming back, playing right. shows,
4: yeah. doing this,
2: doing that, like all the Days place, in between, you know? like... Just, I, all focus will be totally. just yeah. hanging out and making a record. Yeah. And what um you guys are doing it in Nashville again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the
3: same folks same at uh folks. Creative and Dreams. How did yeah.
2: you guys get linked up
3: with them? Fred found us, was it Reverb Nation or something? Yeah, oh, okay. he,
4: he's like he's um
3: He's the craziest awesome dude ever that you'll meet. Like he's just a workhorse.
4: Right. He's like a consultant kind of person for BMI and he um he had a lot of awesome experiences in um in Europe with like European like Queen I'd say he worked with very closely for a long time and um you know so he he has a lot of experience back in like the classic rock days with the European bands and um like doing a lot of things like managing um like I guess a little bit of like executive producing kind of stuff, you know, which is kind of a general term, but I don't know exactly, you know, what his role was, but he was just in it. And then he um, teamed up with uh, this woman, Rose Drake, who is, um, you know, out of Nashville. She's country
3: royalty. Yeah,
4: she is. And she was married to – Pete Drake, who's the who was for a while the go-to pedal steel guy in Nashville for like all the big. He's books. played with all
3: the. I mean, anybody you can think of from back then in that day, like. Right. He's played with all of them: George Jones, mm-hmm. Elvis Presley. Like met like all these people. Right.
4: Like, um, know. And like I think one of his, um, I forget what its what its name is, but one of his pedal steels is like a museum piece, like in Nashville, which yeah. is pretty cool. But so she she has the rights to all these songs that you know he was on um and so they their whole thing that they do is licensing but on but you know as like a they're like kind of patrons of the arts where they're totally set they've you know they're 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 not struggling in the world you know they have their business like locked down and you know they're doing great things so then they're also taking out time to scour the interweb, inter, the interwebs, the internet for for the interwebs, the interwebs. Y'all are smart. <laughs> Scouring <folks>. the interwebs <laughs> for acts like at at like our level, which is like nobody outside of like your county really knows who you are, and even then, not you know. It's we're just very like, just still doing the grind, and um, so he he looks on Reverb Nation and like sonic bids and whatever and looks for um talented or people people that just like stand out to him whether it's a song for us it was this it was this really ridiculous picture of us (laughs) <laughs> um, he w- it popped up in his feed because I think I'm I might have paid five dollars for like a one of those like ads, so it popped up and he's like, ooh, and for whatever reason he liked the picture. And you, uh, a
2: lot of other people don't. Oh my Please god, tell it's, me it's a, the one that's like the of The Twilight. Night single picture. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's
4: that one. It's, it's that one. It's, <laughs> that shit looks like. Oh Twilight. God, it's it looks totally. like a trailer for
3: Twilight. It so it's good. awesome. It's so
4: so um, good.
3: it's a great photo. It is. But it's it just is. Like, <laughs> it is. It's but, like, <laughs> but it's like we are power duo.
4: Exactly. like we've we've like our music and everything Everything oh. has just like changed so much since then that we look at that and we're like that's funny that's like a time in our yeah. lives that we remember and laugh you know but um <laughs> but he loved that picture and that's why he clicked on the music and then he listened to the songs he listened to all of them and i think we had like eight songs up every single one you know and then he he had been calling us wanting uh saying that he wanted to work with us but we were already working with another producer on um the river ep and raised like kickstarter money for it and everything yeah. and and then we just sort of like he, – he would put a bug in our ear like every six months or something just to let us know that he's still around. And after we moved to Portland, like he – I mean he just – relentless is, is kind of a negative thing. It Like I don't feel that way about – he wasn't like this annoying person. But in it was, a good way, that's the it, word. Yeah, it was just – He was he, letting you
2: know. He was letting he dr- us
4: know like <laughs> I'm still here and I'm still willing to work with you guys. So
3: He drove all the way from Pennsylvania to watch us play a show –
4: on a in deck Maryland, for nobody, on, a, on, <laughs> a, on
3: like a redneck bar, right.
4: yeah, for that's like red.
3: not a whole lot of people, no. and it was kind of chilly and it was damp and
4: right. It and was, he, it was.
3: But he bought us a shot, and I was like, "I like this guy." Yeah, he bought me whiskey. That's cool.
4: Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. He he's he's a really cool guy too, and yeah. and Rose is like a total sweetheart, and they they want us over just because they really genuinely seemed so interested in working with us, and we're like, "Well, if he really wants to work, it was like yeah. three years running that he was like." checking back in we're like you don't really get that That ever you know know? so let's just like let's try and then um yeah so like we we just decided to sign on with them after um tracking the lonely road he wanted to know how we felt about the experience and everything and and then we made it official after tracking everything which i thought was also cool he he was willing to like get in and start working before we even like signed anything. He, you know, he just wanted to see how he gelled. Cause yeah. also he, I think he didn't want to be contractually obligated to like he's prima like, donnas yeah, if we right. went there and we he's totally smart acted that way. up. Yeah,
3: but he's he's solid because it's that whole the whole group out there. It's kind of like a spit in the hand and handshake kind of Totally, group. and that's like i'm all about your... that it's like yeah nobody's nobody's really out here to like screw you over yeah. you're not like worried about stuff like that right. you know even the stuff that we did sign was like super loose yeah and it was just for like the, the lonely road stuff that we yeah. put out the the original songs because the other half of that album is uh we covers did covers which nice. was and a they new took experience care of all that stuff you know all the yeah. paperwork for that
4: yeah that's the other cool thing is that like we can do covers on albums if we want to and and don't have to worry about like the um, like they they've been in the business so long they know how to take they care take of like, care the of, like, royalties whatever yeah, and, and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so. definitely
2: going to bring that up cuz I know that the um, the EP is is a split, right? Between mm-hmm. original three, it's yeah, like three half, and half, and half and half. Yeah. And and best of me is probably my my favorite original song on there. But <laughs> it's a pretty a pretty heavy-hearted one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. definitely uh that yeah, that was a rough way to start my morning the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uh the Dwight Yoakum cover. It's uh yeah, Thousand miles, miles from Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. That one is probably my favorite cover, I think, on nice. the on the album. I it's really like it. Yeah, it turned the, out we're really well. happy with that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. And you guys talked earlier about like the the haunting kind of elements mm-hmm. of what the the producers brought to it and right. it's definitely definitely there and it's it's a really awesome take on that song because the uh the original is a little more it's, it's way faster yeah it's, it's it's a faster tempo and mm-hmm. kind of a little just a little more straight ahead rock and roll yeah kind of feel to it yeah for yeah. sure but that was rad Thank i you. really enjoyed uh the the ep yeah i think
3: fred sure. i think uh asked us that he was he suggested that song right Thousand. Oh yeah, he was. He suggested um, us do he, that. Was, he
4: sent us like every day for like months. Aww. He sent us all Relentless, these YouTube like videos you. of covers. Like you should do this. You should do this. Check this one out. And Check then we and then after like a million of them, we're like, oh, Dwight Yoakam. Let's I love let's Dwight. try that. That's
3: nice. one on the list that I still have to see live.
4: Oh yeah, totally. He
3: he like played at a casino in Lincoln City like two years ago, <laughs> two nights in a row, and I was like, damn it, I really wanted to go, but we had you know a day without play is a day without pay. <laughs> So I was like, <laughs> shit. I tried to mark those dates off, but then I was like, this month's a little light. <laughs> and then we got a gig. We got some really good gig offers or whatever. And I was like, all right, Dwight, you'll have to wait till, wait have till, to wait till next, next year time. to see you or <laughs> next time I see you
2: around. But Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I know that you guys are kicking off uh, a a tour run mm-hmm. here pretty soon. Yeah, we're flying out Saturday. Yeah, I know October 6th is your Laurel Thursday show. Is that correct? Yeah. That's Thursday, the, uh, Thursday night. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. this definitely won't be up. And, until a week or two after that, but when uh, when do the east coast dates kind of start? Just so we can let people know out there listening on the east coast, that's right, because they will be right. October I, I hope 14th. so. Oh, yeah,
4: October 14th. It's a f- if that's the Friday of that week, yeah. Um, that will kick off the the uh, the dates in Maryland. We're going to be playing in um, Winchester at Bright Box, right?
3: Which is a Theater. great, great venue, it's an yeah. awesome spot
4: a spot we were not able to secure when we lived there
3: <laughs> yeah it's funny how that goes <laughs> that's awesome. no that's right. cool
2: though that you, you gotta, gotta move away to for them go back. to be like hey come back
0: play here <laughs> right you get to go
2: we thought back you guys and, moved and play like we did play the venue you wanted to <laughs> right. right right and uh then you guys are going to take a couple weeks in between before that and and record the new yeah new so from october yeah, 14th
4: through november 1st we'll be you know, touring around and, and then also catching up with friends and stuff. And then November 1st, we fly straight to Nashville and start get getting cracking on the mm-hmm. new stuff. Rad. So.
2: Well, I look forward to uh, hearing, hearing you guys when you get back. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling super goofy on the road and you need an outlet, you can send us ridiculous messages and we can play them. During you awesome. know, like yeah. the beginning of the podcast, I think or we're going to be doing a lot just, of like, handheld phone videos. That'd be really fun. Like, <laughs> you should send some messages yeah. from the road and just be oh, like, yeah. hey, this is Blaine and Sarah. We're just like freaking the fuck out on the road <laughs> right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, where can people. Is is it prettygrittymusic.com? Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: Prettygrittymusic.com.
2: Yeah. There's
3: the a Facebook, Square of store. course. Facebook. You know, Give all them a the like th- on the old Facebook. Please do. Please do. And yeah, if you want to get the. New album, the uh, Lonely Road EP. That's on iTunes as well. Yeah, you can yeah that's the only one that's up there. Uh
2: It's also the uh, Silent Night single so is on that's, that's iTunes. That's you can right. see the so awesome picture. The spirit <laughs> is coming. <laughs> that's right. And that's true. Uh, if you're feeling Tears the, the vibes, uh, but yeah, I'm glad that you guys uh, were able to come down. And Thanks for having hang us out. here, man. So yeah. what we you appreciate gonna, it. Thank you. What are you gonna jam us out here with today?
3: Oh, uh, this is our Grammy <laughs> Award-winning uh, single <laughs> that we did circa '86. <laughs> Featuring, when I was uh,
4: five years old. Yeah,
3: featuring. Yep. <laughs> no, this. Uh, I guess we're gonna do uh, this heart of mine, which is off of our full length uh, LP, the full length album, which would out there in that land. It's an LP. What <laughs> <laughs> those are, I guess.
2: Pretty gritty. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't, don't go breaking this heart of mine And if you feel inclined, I am putting it on the line Won't you take it, cause I am yours and you are mine I don't wanna waste any more time, I've been waiting all my life So don't go break Bigger than me and you but Don't try to Deny it baby Know that you're feeling it too Let's plant a seed And watch it grow Cause that's when it all begins Why test the waters We know We should both just jump in And take a chance On us So baby Don't, don't go breaking this heart of mine and if you feel inclined i am putting it on the line won't you take it cause i am yours and you are mine i don't want to waste any more time i'll be waiting all my life so don't heart of mine And if you feel inclined I am putting it on the line Won't you take it Don't go breaking this heart of mine And if you feel inclined I am putting it on the line Won't you take it Cause I am yours and you are mine I don't wanna waste any more time I'll be waiting all my life So don't go
2: pretty gritty everybody thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out today thank you guys man thank I encourage so everybody to go check out your records on the uh, the interwebs and go co- go see a show go see something uh, while you're out on the road and uh, maybe catch you when you're when you're in Portland yeah for sure yeah. uh we usually wrap up this fine program with the guests saying it's a program so if if one of you would like to take take that uh, that duty
4: do you okay. want to time it so we can both
2: yeah you could yeah you could do it together one, do it together
4: two, it's, it's program. a program <laughs> wait well, you got
1: i guess on three i'll or do something.
4: it slower like one two three it's, it's a, program. a
1: program
2: oh nice. that was delightful Aww. that was just that was special i could
1: see the smiles on their faces DC. we like it's that this. because we say we'll say
3: program, <laughs> we say program. a lot <laughs> that's yeah. awesome They're like, oh look we're at a funeral here's your program yeah. oh, man. Here,
4: I, like when you said that the first time i was like yes <laughs> what
1: <laughs> nice well, she sent me text uh, messages saying local grocer.
3: She's like, oh, I'm going down to the local grocer. Do
2: you mean anything? <laughs> We're
1: going to start doing that, I think, now. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. adopt yours.
2: Well, that's a program, people. There that's a go. program with uh, Pretty Gritty. You can uh, find me at dancablepresents at gmail.com and on Instagram at presents on the old Twitter at dancable. Uh, we would appreciate anybody uh, giving us a like on the Facebook page, subscribing sure. on iTunes and Potomatic. And YouTube, of course, writing reviews on iTunes uh, gives us much more national visibility. So we, we, sh- we could really use the free help. That's how uh, listeners can support the program yeah. is by sharing the program and liking it. And, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate everybody checking out the show on the regular. And...
1: Uh, what else we got? Mount Nair. Well you Mike. got the merch DC, yeah, I we, mean to you get yeah, your you shirts, the shirts, get your DC the shirts, 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 the and the shirts, stickers. Are here. Yeah. You get you know the website launching Absolutely. soon. There's so many things, all the videos, Garrett and all his work. Gary, yeah, we yeah, loving we got Gary's yeah. Easy. <laughs>
2: We're going to get you know. some uh, Who the
1: Fuck is Gary t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a great plan. I like the Who the Fuck is <laughs> Gary t-shirts. All that's for sure, right?
2: uh, But, yeah, Garrett Isham on the video work. Right. Thanks so much to, thank you. to that fella and yes. Mountain Air Mike, always making everything sound sound fresh for these episodes, my man. Pleasure. It's my pleasure. Dude. Can't See, do it without you guys.
1: It. Loving so, you. So uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, Portland. Yeah. There you go. That's how it goes down. It's called Dan Cable Presents, everybody. It's a fine program. Brought to you live to tape here at Mountaineer Sound Studios. You can always find us on the interwebs. That's mtnairstudios.com. I'm Mountaineer yeah, Mike. Awesome, Until dude. next time, see ya! This has been the Dan Cable since Program. It's a program. program. Who the fuck is Gary?